Hey, hey, Bachelor Masters here. Easier, you were saying that you have a lot you of clips it. that you have to play, <laughs> but I don't know what you have clips of because I watched the same episode you did and I probably couldn't pull a single clip. Uh, not sure you did. Not sure you yeah. did watch the episode. Maybe watch I didn't watch the episode. Maybe I watched uh, Baywatch Nights. <laughs> Yeah, you might have been watching the wrong thing because Ooh. I literally filmed my TV to send clips to our super fan Jocelyn, who isn't watching the season, to be like, "This is why you should be watching this show. Look at this." <laughs> why? What happened? They watch nights. I love the reference, Craig. I'm still stuck there. Okay, Sorry. go ahead. Yeah, our our <laughs> boss on the Bridgeburner Podcast Collective. He's a big fan. Rob is a big fan of Baywatch Nights. Ooh, and, I gotta talk to Rob. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Well, there was an episode apparently tonight. where Lisa Vanderpump was on, a young Lisa Vanderpump. She's the matriarch Whoa. of the Vanderpump Rules cinematic universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so he it's did an episode of that universe. on his podcast. It's Vanderpump just a Rob. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tangled mm-hmm. web. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. I had to watch it live, which sucks. I hate that because it's just excruciating getting through the same commercials over and over. And then having to go back, you know, it's nice to be able to fast forward on DVR in the morning, but we didn't have that luxury this week. So weird, Craig, because during commercials, I just get up and do things and it's loud enough where I can hear it to run back. <laughs> just do something. Just don't sit there and watch them. It's weird. Weird thing yeah, to do. Yeah, I would say it's similar. Like, I I always watch it on Hulu, so even if I'm watching live, as long as I start like 10 right. minutes after the time, I can fast forward through the commercials. So I usually do that. But right. if I happen to catch up and then have to watch them, I usually will get up to be like, time to grab a cold water from the fridge or, you know, like do some sort of, you know, little errand in the house while the commercials are on. Well, I was a little turned off. I got to say that right. Xavier got one whole hour of this show last <laughs> night. They didn't mention the fact they didn't mention his job once. Why would they mention his job? Yeah, job wasn't really relevant. What? for what was happening what do you mean what we complain about this every season that the no the the regular conversations don't happen oh tell me about your phd in bioscience you know they already know everything there is to know that is very weird thing to say that is not a weird (laughs) thing to say they're like trying to get to know each other. They're like, he's like, I've been cheating. Like, well, you need to tell me more about this job of yours. What? Yeah. Forget hey. the, the cheating hey. situation that you're bringing up. Let's go back to who are research. you two? You're who like are arguing, you? You're like, what are you a whole doing? Different thing now. Craig, this what is, are you talking this about? This is right before sex. Are you really going to be like, tell me again about what your nine to five looks like? What? <sighs> Craig, Craig. Yeah, and I, think they did talk about this on their one-on-one a few episodes ago they talked a little bit about like you know his mom being the inspiration for why he studies what he studies etc did he say that to her or did he say Uh, i think he said it to her during the date right i'm pretty sure he did i'm sure he said it to her ad nauseum at some point okay there all right switching the subject we know this have you ever no no we're not switching the club that's how we're starting have you ever cheated (laughs) 
There's only there's only one answer to that question. You know what that answer is? I no. The answer is I, no. Right. Always answer no. All right. So you're saying he should have not told her about this? <laughs> this was out of left field. It's like, oh, by the way, I cheated. Well, all right. Yes, kind of out of left field. I agree with that. Out of left field. It was weird, but I I'm assuming what's happening here. And some people on social media are saying the same thing is he decided he didn't want to be engaged and was like, okay, how do I get out of here? Mm -hmm. Here's a good way is I'd say, you know, I tell her about my cheating past, which I know she will hate, but then that wasn't even fully enough. But the whole thing was weird. I'm not sure if I buy that's what he was doing because of how. Uh, when she walked him out and he hugged her goodbye and he whispered, I love you. <laughs> like, that was is weird. That, yeah. Is that what he whispered? Yes. Caitlin. Yes. Yes. But Caitlin, how is that perfect man, Xavier being the perfect man, conversation going for you? Like, how is that going in your head now? <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Because the whole time bad. he was talking, I was like, this is Caitlin's perfect man. <laughs> I was laughing because I saw some comments online that were like, this man is a menace in his department at the school. <laughs> uh, oh, like he, he, he yes. hits on every woman is like what they're trying to say. dated okay. multiple people at school or something. Uh, and I was like, and I wouldn't find that surprising at this point. No, it's going very bad because to me, <laughs> and I'm not charity, obviously. Cheating in the past is not a full-on deal breaker. If you're like, and this is what she was asking him for in this conversation, right? Was basically like, give me a reassurance that you wouldn't cheat again now in a current relationship mm -hmm. versus telling me about the mm -hmm. past. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. If somebody was like, I've cheated in the past, I'd be like, okay, cool. That was a different relationship. I guess thank you for being honest. Uh, are you planning to cheat on me? Like, what's the issue here? You know what I mean? Like, so to me, it isn't a full on deal breaker. It's worse for charity because of her past. But the part that was like, oh, this is, this is really bad is not just the cheating. It's like when he just started dropping details in there, like she was like, okay, was it just once? And he was like, it was multiple times over five days on a boy's trip. And you're like, what? <laughs> so it's like what that kind of stuff. And the part when she was like, so if we were to be committed to one another, like, what work have you done to not cheat? Would this be a problem? And he was basically like, I can't say I wouldn't cheat again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, like, oh, so let's oh, no. take that. Yeah, let's take that piece by piece because I have I, I want to hear him say it. Let's start with. This is going to be excruciating. How, no, it's not, because I think you need to hear it, Craig. You oh, need to hear it because you did not hear it. Okay. You did not hear it. Okay, let's start with how how Xavier cheated, right? <laughs> because this this is at first he's like I was unfaithful five times, as in he had sex. <laughs> like it was, oh my goodness! The details are just where he was so incriminating. <laughs> right, right, right. So he was on a trip. I'm put in that position again. What do you mean? Like, when I'm in the position on vacation with my boys and that around me, like, okay. I'm like, shut the door. Mm -hmm. I know how to like deal with that now. You know? Okay. Uh, I know it makes you uncomfortable. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. 
<laughs> she was so mad. What did he say um, anything about five times? No, that comes up later. Well, he said it before. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, yeah later before. It's in one but of those other, he, but yeah. But we're able to piece together. Then he went on a five-day vacation, <laughs> met someone on night one, <laughs> and cheated with them every day, and he counts that as five times. Well, I was slightly confused about when he said he cheated five times on this five-day boys trip is that five times with one woman or is there multiple women in there like what are we actually talking I, I think about it's here? I think it's I I mean the way he said it I thought it was one time met her on let's just say night one even if it was a seven-day vacation and, and <laughs> cheated with her until he no longer was yeah, able to see her until he left you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is bad, uh, right? Like it's it's worse than so even bad. being like I got really drunk and I made out at a bar with somebody one night, and it's like okay, that's not great, but like this is right. this is worse than that. And I also I hate his phrasing of like when I'm on a vacation with my boys and that shit is around me, and I'm like, what shit, women? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what I should have done is got it in my room and closed the door that is not a door is not some kind of like magic barrier you know you can open I the door put someone my chest else can open the door <laughs> yeah it, it is it 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 fell and so this is the answer he gave that was also a shitty answer I mean like you said Craig either you just say no or you give better answers like what like, what work did you do on your end to become, like, a better person or to learn and grow from that? Because if not, like, that mistake 100% is capable of being, ha like, happening again. I think the main thing that I learned and that I did to, like, grow from that was to, like, just be more introspective. And so I was just more in tune with like, okay, why am I doing this? What made me do this? And so I think that that's the only way I can develop change is by questioning myself. What, what was wrong should with you that? say there, Craig? What was wrong oh, with that? Oh, that's what you should say? What was wrong with it? She said, what have you... Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, yeah. someone says, what makes you think you would never do that again? Well, I thought about it. That's what he said. <laughs> well, okay. What would you like? I chose to, to be. What would you think is a good? So you think that's a good answer? I think it's an answer. I don't think it's a good nor a bad answer. Can you give a good answer? That that doesn't obviously he did no work. He did nothing <laughs> to change. Can what, you give a what, good answer? No, no. I need you. I need you to tell me a good answer. Come on. <sighs> I mean, a good answer is she wasn't the right person for me, mm. and I, I, I also need to work on those self-esteem issues that led me to cheat, because obviously our relationship had deep issues to begin with, mm. but we are both, I, I'm, I'm culpable, and I would never do that again because a commitment is a commitment. 
Yeah. You right? still yes. haven't you still haven't said any actions. Like you okay. haven't said I right, but that's a better action. note, but he, he he took no action though. Okay, so we have to bounce off we have to the launch point is that he he took no action. <laughs> yeah, the launch point is he did nothing. The thing he could have done that would have been good to say here would be like, Well, I went to therapy and discussed right. why I sabotaged my relationship instead of either breaking up with her because she wasn't the one for me uh-huh. or simply saying no to temptation. And so I have been discovering what in myself made me like seek out another person instead of just the answers to what was going on in my own relationship. Right. Yeah. I wonder where these guys trips are that he goes on. I feel like <laughs> is it like spring break in uh, Fort Lauderdale or something. Oh That's my God. I mean, maybe. He it is, doesn't even matter. I mean, does it really? There's women it doesn't everywhere. Really matter. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the thing that bugs me about <laughs> there are. that stuff around me. And it was like, like a like a woman who's potentially interested in you. That's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so right with like, in response to I guess the internet's theory that he was trying to get out of it. I don't. I, I also am unsure, but I do think. The fantasy sweet dinner, if you want it to go well, you say it literally at any other time, including the daytime <laughs> date, before you get Fiji married. Yes. Like what? That is, I think they're officially Fiji married, right? Like, that's what right. happened. Yeah, <laughs> I think in a that spiritual sucks. and cultural Different. sense, they are uh-huh. married, if not legally, in Fiji, right? Um, yeah, I think... Uh-huh. I think my sort of suspicion at this point is not a, you know, he suddenly decided he wasn't ready. So he logically thought through and decided to do this then. I think it was more like a, he felt like he had to tell her because he knew it was a problem for her and it was weighing on his mind. And maybe he subconsciously was sabotaging it because he was like not ready for a full commitment. Right. Because I don't think he fully meant for her to dump him there. Right. Like because of the walkout stuff, like both when he whispers, I love you. But even before that, (laughs) where he's like, oh, I understand what I did wrong now. And it's like, buddy, it's too late. She's already walked you to the van. (laughs) Like like it doesn't matter if you understand now what the problem was. Right. And I I also think that. okay, so there's three big, 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 big things he does wrong that are actually Craig and men out there very very (laughs) emblematic to women that are like you are a walking red flag now because he chose no action after he cheated Uh he um he 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 doesn't he gives these like she she calls them honest or quick but he gives these very passive answers like he has no shame about it or no real uh Kind like of remorse. He feels no urgency. Yeah, but he also has this kind of lackluster way he says it. He's not, not very apologetic about it. And I think being like that, I think I, you know, he's a little smug about it. Even uh, that's very hard for a woman to process if you're trying to, in, you know, not apologize but be, yeah, remorseful. Um, so the but the the biggest one to me, <laughs> the biggest red red flag to me, is that I think. Well, first off, Charity is trying to give him this layup, right? Maybe we can yep. salvage the night. 
maybe you can still go into the fantasy suite and we can talk a little bit more. Right. Um, and this is what we, you know, sometimes Craig, we talk about how women need these words of affirmation and they have no idea how to ask for it. So they'll say something kind of self-deprecating or, uh, you, you know, oh, I, this doesn't look good on me. This is kind of like a this doesn't look good on me moment. Mm-hmm. And he does not take it. Here it is. I hold this card. Not because I doubt you, but because I believe in you. I'm not asking for anything more. But I need to know that you're going to do what it takes for you to show up for me. Like, you're going to put it to work if you want it to work. So, will you do that? Will you do that for us? It has to be no doubt and 100% certainty mm-hmm. for me to do that. And in my heart, but in my mind, there is that doubt. And for me to get to that point, that has to happen tonight. Okay. I need to see more. Okay. So Charity then rightfully says, are you serious? You have to have sex with me to find out whether yes. I'm good enough for you? Whether I'm that good line. enough for you? Like said, without saying it. That line, at the moment when he said, I have to see more tonight. My jaw literally dropped <laughs> when I was watching and I was like, have to see more of what exactly, Xavier? You need her to prove something to you? Are you kidding? <laughs> She's the bachelorette. You're just some guy. Get out of here. It, 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 it was, I mean, it's probably what she saw all along that she did not like. That smugness, you know? Right. And that, like, I'm in charge here-ness. Uh, she's she's not in charge. He's literally this time not like most of the time. Maybe you could say like you know it's a relationship, it's give or take, but this is a situation where he is on our screens, not in charge. Yeah, you know, her face is on the thing every time. So exactly, she makes the ultimate choice of who who she picks to propose to her, right? And like that whole thing. And I don't know if you clipped this easier, but also when he was talking about the relationship where he did the cheating, he said like some kind of troubling things that like I don't know exactly what he was saying because it was super vague but when she was asking like well what were the problems in the relationship that like led you to cheat basically and he was like you know I was trying to control her but like that didn't work so then I just cheated and it was like sorry what uh go back (laughs) to that (laughs) yeah it was a little bit too (laughs) so Craig you did Uh not hear any of that you were like people talking no, no, I now. heard, I, I heard, <laughs> I heard some of that. I heard him when I he thought... said, "I need to know, I need to know more." I, I had the same reaction that you did. Okay, well, because you know, I, I was never like quite on his. I'm more on his side than I was on Aaron's side. I, uh, dang, he really. I'm sure to some people like maybe like Caitlin right he did like an about face to you like a complete 180 yeah it was like, like a he was heel turn this, for right. sure because <laughs> that's a wrestling term by the way and I'm like <laughs> now I'm wondering because we didn't really see on our screens you know when Charity was saying on their one-on-one a few weeks back that he reminded her of her ex which apparently mm-hmm. she was correct in feeling <laughs> um and that she you know 
had concerns about that. It was like, well, we didn't really see this, but again, we didn't, we don't know her ex. So we don't know exactly what qualities she was seeing. But I also wonder if maybe the editors cut out some of the potential warning signs. So it would be more shocking Could be when this scene happens. Right. Well, um, I mean, he, to me, he was too right. He kept doing that complimenting thing that I was kind of like, that's annoying. I can see why she's annoyed. I, I, I don't think, see, to, to me, it wasn't a, maybe it was like a 60 degree turn or like a 40 degree turn, but it wasn't a 180 to me. I was like, eh, he's not the best, dude. I had no real, like, eh. I think Joey's worse, honestly. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Later. I got blinded by the PhD and the knitting and the tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's why I said, this is why I said the PhD was a shtick, that they, the, either the bachelor or him or both were playing up because it, I don't trust a knitting circle dude. I have no dudes in my <laughs> knitting circle. And if there were dudes, it'd be because we'd be younger girls in my knitting circle than me. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's a good point. And honestly, I'm surprised in myself that I was blinded by the PhD thing as a person who's getting their PhD. So I know how shitty some people are in academia, you know? Uh -huh. um, look, um, uh, I don't know. He... What now, Craig? Good. <laughs> well, she dodged a bullet, just to kind of piggyback on what Caitlin said, because the academic job market is terrible so he probably is going to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> unemployed after he gets his phd and what he's gonna have to move to like lawrence kansas or something and, <laughs> yeah. and she's not gonna want to live there yeah i've been to lawrence <laughs> i actually think lawrence is probably fine but i was just picking yeah. some small town in a state to be yeah, like, where there's a university yeah, yeah where i knew there was a university to be like all right he's he's gonna have to move to urbana champaign illinois <laughs> i've been there too i have been there too and you know what it's nice to visit but i'm not sure if i could live there guess what was invented in urbana champaign um, the web browser oh all right yeah nice yeah Cool. History cool making. factoid. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Uh, look, it's only the most important just... piece of technology of like our lifetime, the internet. <laughs> well, all right. The point is, he's gonna if he gets a job, it's gonna be like a two-year postdoc in the middle of <laughs> <Yeah>. nowhere, <laughs> and then he's gonna have to move again like every year for yeah. the next ten years. So yeah. you're right. She maybe did dodge a bullet because as far as like establishing a life together it's not the greatest setup mm -hmm. for that yeah plus he's a cheater who doesn't know how to go to therapy yeah yeah <laughs> hey what if it's we rename the podcast here. to bachelor phd uh no, no. you don't um, like that <laughs> you, you know what's weird about that is that he did say the whole time he's like my parents have this great relationship and it's like did your dad cheat on your mom anyway or the way around um okay i'm sure xavier took the internet you know took most of the internet's brain power up yesterday but i think joey oh, outgrippoed no. greg no because he went through with the fantasy suite. I wonder how Greg Grippo feels now. Being out grippoed, huh? And I'll tell you what. Grippo. 
god. You can't outgrip the Grippo. Can't outgrip the Greg. You can't. Well, you did. He did. He had sex. And I'm not sure he <laughs> meant it. I don't know what means meaning it means, but he did not mean it in all the ways he said it. Here what did he is. Say? So here's him explaining the Uncle Joe, the rest of my family does not oh, believe right. I'm an authentic person at the waterfall. So that's the noise you hear. When you got in the car, when you left, like I could kind of see through it. And I see you're so crying, but you like wouldn't look at me. So when you were going away, it was the first time that truthfully like felt like we might not have been on the same page. Or, like it was possibly a goodbye. Yeah, I got I got in my head. Yeah, that's wait, pause. That's a rewriting of history right there. That's not what happened. He was trying to shoo her away, like your car's there. Bye, see you later. And she was like, I am so upset. He's like, Oh, you're upset. Uh gotta do okay. So rest of the clip yeah no and part of that was like yes i was gonna miss you and like i just realized like okay i just met your family and like every conversation did go so good um but there was one conversation with uncle joe mm -hmm. he was mentioning the tennis courts and he was like um the joey that i saw in the tennis courts i don't feel like was the joey that i know mm -hmm. i was just curious to know like what his take on it um well, yeah i did feel uncomfortable and it had nothing to do with you but i'm so worried about how it was going to look and i wanted you to have a good time and i think it was as much as you've been doing so much for me that was the first time i was doing something for you yeah. so i think i just felt a lot of pressure and then him showing up it's like, it's like yeah i didn't know he was going to be there it was just i was uncomfortable that's the only way i can describe it i love how she's like okay cool. all right that's good enough for me yeah yep He's a, like I said, he's a, he's a good people reader. He's not a great people reader. And he's a weasel. And he just weaseled his little weasel face out of it. Um, uh, you know, he always makes up for it with his little look, with his little dreamy, you know, not like he looks like he's in a dream. Like he's like half eyes open, like pretending <laughs> to love her. He's um, taking edibles. Mm -hmm. And here's him kind of having the exact, exact same conversation at dinner i don't know it's very similar sometimes people fall in love with the idea of me mm. and that person that is <laughs> that great guy and then like know a little bit better they, they yeah maybe don't think it's like who i truthfully am anymore and yeah. they start to question like if this was a relationship where we had more time you would be able to see more moments like last week you'd be able to see more times where for me, I call it when I get in a funk or just like a moment where I have a little sense of doubt. And the big thing for me is I know how I am. I give off a very confident persona. I'm a, a great energy. I've been told that yeah. my entire life. And it's something that I'm, I'm grateful that people yeah. say that. I think it's something that I always strive to be. Yeah. But I am human. Yeah. And there's moments where She's I don't eating it up. Way. Yeah. And then I try to push to be that person that I think everyone sees me to be. That's the part that can be like taxing. And I know it can be tough to be a person in a relationship with me because it can almost maybe sometimes feel like it can be a roller coaster. Hearing Joey talk about this, like, I just feel so like bad. I want to give him a hug. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. This is why he's not. A <laughs> this is why he's not a great people reader. He's a good people reader because he is so slow at reacting 
you know, he's not a good on the spot person. He literally takes hours to be like, I got to come up with an explanation for that. And weeks, which what is, is the, is the, is the buffer his good looks give him. Right. right? He's like, I got to come up with an explanation for that. What am I going to do? And because he's good looking, mm-hmm. he's never really been made to put, be put on the spot <laughs> to do it. And so all those explanations are like hours and days and weeks behind where they should have been. He's right. like, ah, so he, that's the weasel part coming out. Anyway, yeah, very I annoyed. Say, I absolutely laughed when he was like, you know, people fall in love with the idea of me. <laughs> because there's just something so like, Oh, he's like, yeah, that's what people say. Not, yeah, not like what I... smarmy to be like, yeah, yeah I'm always like a... having people just fall in love with the idea. But, you know, people say <laughs> I have great energy. They love my energy. <laughs> I'm going to start using those lines. Yeah. That's not me. That's not me saying it. That's everyone else in the world. Yeah, everyone else thinks I'm a great guy. Like, those are just funny to me. But it was also funny to me that this was like the convo he was choosing to have at dinner was like, you know, sometimes being in a relationship with me is like a roller coaster. I am depressed sometimes. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, not everyone's in a great mood all the time. Where are you going with this? You know? <laughs> well, I, yeah, she I, obviously it's good enough, right? Because she goes, oh, my God, I just want to hug him. He's so yeah. vulnerable. And I wonder if it's just mm-hmm. if this hits her even better because of what happened with Xavier, right? That, like, because she just had such a bad night, presumably the night before or whatever, or two days ago or however long they spaced them out, because she had this bad experience that maybe it's like, oh, he's saying the right thing. I love it. You know? Where well, does... she, she says she wants honesty and she can't see through Joey's crafted answers. It's like she wants to believe it with Joey. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just... I think a lot of this is honestly coming down to her just being like really attracted to him. Right. And so being like, even if these answers aren't great or they came like a week too late, she's like, it's good enough. It's, well, that's it's what good I'm enough about, for now. Yeah. His looks carrying that buffer zone as if it just happened. Like they, they allow the buffer zone to exist of time where you're like, you can give an answer later don't worry about it joey you're too good looking to have to explain yourself right here and now no do not let men like that get away with it right craig uh are we watching the same guy (laughs) (laughs) he is he's giving these answers he's like i shooed you away at hometowns (laughs) now that we're by a waterfall Right. Let me explain why I did that in a nicer way and why that was totally okay for me to do. Oh, my parents said that I'm a different person. Let me explain that a week and a half later to you <laughs> what they meant. I mean, that's that's the buffer zone looks allows you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I would say it's not even solely looks. I think he does coast on that a lot, probably, in his life. But I think for her, it's not just looks. It's, like, something, I don't know, maybe it's one of those, like, chemical things. You know, and you're just like, oh, I'm so into this person, but there's no logical reason why I should be. I feel like some of that's happening, too. I I think with, with male looks, it's... You know, he gives those chemicals to a lot of people. You know, he gives he gives that chemistry to a lot of oh people. My goodness. That chemistry. 
Yes, it, it's a perceived chemistry because I don't think he's into. He's like Greg Ripple, you know. He'll be into the Barbie, the like little Barbie um, of the Bachelor franchise. You know, he's into Victoria and maybe like a handful of other women, but not many. Um, I but he can convince anyone he likes them. If with just, you know, oh, I'm so, you remember Greg Rippo was the, aw, shucks, I don't know, I'm so cute guy. So, mm-hmm. anyway, look, um, I, I don't, I, uh, there's a lot there, but um, what were you going to say, Craig? Because I have something to say about one other thing he says. I would, well, uh, I don't even know how to respond to this, but let me just ask, where does, uh, charity live now do we know she live in the city somewhere i believe her current location is charlotte north carolina oh okay he can get a tennis job there i would imagine oh yeah i bet he he's get a tennis not job interested in her have i not made that clear <laughs> craig maybe he caught feelings in the fantasy suite no <laughs> okay let you know, me... guys, easier. guys are capable of having feelings, you know. That's not what I don't think that. I, I think I don't have an opinion on that right now. There's no general answer. I'm talking about Joey and Charity. This is not some overarching thing. I think Joey and Greg Rippo are the... Okay, so you might not. But the thing is, too, Craig, is that you are not really on board. I don't think either one of you guys with my great grippo thing <laughs> so i can see why there's a like disconnect there for us but yeah you have to be in I, the great grippo to buy your i believe theory. it I, <laughs> I, I believe it even more now you know uh i i believe my theory on great grippo even more now and joey is the same person so i'm it's like my right my okay carbon copy you're in a you're okay. in a bar <laughs> Oh my god. Had a couple. This scenario never works for you. And across the <laughs> across the room is Greg Grippo and John Stamos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Not my type. Not my type. Obviously. John Greg Stamos Grippo. is not your type. I know you're gonna say Stamos. he's everyone's type. He's not my type. <laughs> what about if it's uh Peter Pilot in there? Ew. Well, that's easier as type. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's going to be great Grippo. Okay, let me ask you this. You're in a bar, and Greg Grippo yeah. and Joey are in a bar. It's going to be great Grippo. It's going to be great Grippo. Okay. Look, there's something about... I love curly hair. That's, like, my thing. But there's something about it being a teen bop 90s kid that floppy hair is awesome to me when i see yeah. Greg Grippo's floppy hair and Greg's i think that's what katie saw too is now it's like nostalgic for a lot of women i feel like it's like i've seen this on the cover of tiger beat when i was 11 <laughs> <laughs> i will say to agreeing with you easier there was something there's something I didn't like. And, you know, the morning after scene with him and Charity in bed. And she looks like really cuddly and kind of lovey-dovey. And his eyes just looked like hollow to me. Like his facial expression did not look like so happy to be cuddling with my girl. It was just like, here I am on TV. Right. <laughs> like, it was just something he, weird. He also it. did. Yeah. And he also did the 
um, bench car, same thing over again, you know, at the bench, when he's trying to shoot her into the car, he's like, well, cars over there. And in the bed, he goes, I don't want to get out of bed, but we have to. Okay. Out of bed. Like, let's stop this now. <laughs> he did the yeah, same kind of thing. Like, and this also made me laugh at the time I was watching it where she was like, oh, I wish we could do this all day or something like that. And he goes like, you know, we can't, but it's nice to know we want to. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you don't want to stay here with me, do you? See, like, no matter what the person looks like, if if someone is saying stuff like that, I, it would not feel good. Like, I would not, I don't know how, I, I, so all yeah, your, all your, like, like, me something craig is not great like because i'm like i don't want any of that i don't want to feel like yeah there's something about if i'm dating somebody and i feel like everything's going really well and he's telling me that things are going well (laughs) but then every time we're like cuddling in bed he's like you should get in a car now i would feel a little like i don't know like there's a sense of rejection there right you should get in a car now yeah, like you should leave. You should leave immediately. <laughs> like, Who would say that? Well, Joey's Joey implying it every time. Like they're saying it wasn't as bad this time as I think it was after his hometown when she's like crying and he's like, well, you know, there's a van right over there. <laughs> You're saying that he shooed her away after the fantasy suite? I just said it out loud to yeah, you. Yeah, easier just said that. And that's I, what we're talking sorry, about. Sorry, I was thinking about something. <laughs> My God, I can't so think. How you and listen miss a lot time. of things in the episodes now. <laughs> now. Hold on, listen. So you think when did so they're laying in bed and you think he shooed her into the? Into no, the no, band? it was not he, as much in bed. Although he did say that thing about oh, you know, like she's like, I can't wait. To, you know, it'd be great to stay in bed all day. And he's like, nice to know we want to, but we can't. But then, uh, like, when they're saying goodbye, I'm like, it's like a covered bridge or something like that. Right. And he's sort of like, all right, bye. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I must have missed that. Again. Yep. You sure did. You missed a lot. Okay. I just, I just hope she picks Dotton after all of this, because at least he seems nice. <laughs> okay. Before we get into well, Dotton, let's take an ad break. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, I got one more thing to say about Joey when we come back. Okay. Um, here's another. Uh, here's an ad from uh, another cool podcast on the Bridge Burner Podcast Collective. Here we go. Looking for your next audio binge? Bridge Burner is an independent podcast collective with all types of shows guaranteed to bring you hours of enjoyment. Podcasts like Reenacted, an Unsolved Mysteries podcast. On Reenacted, hosts Robert and Crystal watch and discuss the classic episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. They don't take themselves or the program seriously. They're just a couple of dummies who love Unsolved Mysteries. Or try Piloting Error, a crash course in abandoned media. Hosts Joe and Stu and guests walk scene by scene through television pilots that were aired but never picked up for series. It's Time Capsule of the Bazaar. Maybe you'll enjoy Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, where hosts Bill and Rob find the joy in watching a lackluster series of films like Predator or pre-MCU Marvel films. Hey, you could even check out The Bachelor Masters, a non-corporate show about the Bachelor franchise. What does the Bachelor series say about society? This podcast will let you know. 
If these shows sound fun, then you'll definitely enjoy Pumpkin Spice Podcast, a seasonal treat where comedy and horror movies meet all year long. But wait, there's more. Bridgeburner also has access to two Mike Sachs exclusives, Randy, the full and complete audio memoir of The Amazing Life and Times of Randy S., and Passing on the Right, both hilarious pieces of audio fiction created by the award-winning writer Mike Sachs. If you have a podcast that you think would fit with the Bridgeburner Collective, reach out to any of these shows, and they'll let you know how to join. Remember, five stars are our favorite, we love reviews, and also, share every single one of these podcasts in your group chat. It's Bridgeburner, and you can see more at bridgeburner.page. And we're back. What do you got to okay. say, Zr? So, so, um, right. So, dot. I still can't get out of my head that Chris Harrison said that they made up falling in love, and or falling for you, being different than being in love, as if. As okay. if there's some kind of chemical, like as if you pour, you know, chemicals into a beaker and then you see it rising and then you reach a level and you're like, here I am, here I am, here I am. Like, that's so stupid. Anyway, um, so Joey did the Xavier thing much better, right? He said the absolute right thing in the most insincere way, which is what I said on the New Orleans date. Like, he just sounds so insincere to me i know yeah. i told you in new orleans that i was falling in love with you i told you at hometowns i was falling deeper and deeper in love with you but mm-hmm. since that moment i realized that i am in love with you and i've been wanting to tell you that for a while but i am in love with you and i just want you to know that oh, i just want you to know that Oh. Okay, so yeah. I well, she says was, it back too, which is something. Yeah, she tells them both, Joey and Dotton, that she's in love with them, and so a lot of people online have been like, "Oh no, it's the Ben Higgins thing." And I was like, "I think we should get over this. I think it's okay for our lead to be in love with multiple people as long as they're not like group dumping them in the same hotel room." <laughs> yeah, but for the first time, I think, ever watching this show, I. I'm going to, I'm going to be like charity. I truly believe that's what she says. I truly believe that. Believe uh, it, right? Yeah. I don't believe things, but she does. Um, I truly think that uh, I didn't believe Joey or charity. Yay. You're coming around. I believe charity. I mean, I believe charity I said, is. I do. I said, last, I said last week that I'm falling in love with you means nothing. And I'm saying this week, I love you means nothing, even coming from charity. They can't possibly be in love. They can't possibly. They, they haven't seen enough of each other. Craig's in love with someone after one date? How, yeah. how fast? What's the fastest you've ever said I love you after meeting them? Or after the amount of hours you were together? More than the number of hours that they've been together. How do you know? Give me a number. Give me the number. I can't. You don't want to. Few, yeah. I don't know, a few weeks maybe? Like two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> two or three weeks, yeah. Okay, this is week seven. Well, yeah, this that's is, like, uh, it's not too different. But that, from it's that, like Craig. two or three weeks hanging out every day. 
different. And you can't live without them. Right. <laughs> Three weeks. Yeah, I mean, your life is. I agree that I'm falling in love with you as a weird placeholder. I do not agree that saying I love you means nothing to charity, especially. I do think she does mean it. And some people say it really quick. Like we've established on previous episodes that EZR and I are not those people. Yes. But you kind of are, Craig. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> some people do it like ASAP. It's not unheard of. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you mean. Again, you can't pour how charity feels into a beaker and say, okay, we're at 10 milliliters, just two more milliliters, and now she's in love. You know, she said it because she felt it. Joey said it because he's a he thinks he's a well-crafted machine that no one can see through, and he's really trying his hardest on TV to appear likable, and he hopes he gets dumped. And I honestly think he's in terror mode right now. Like, oh, shit. I, this thing. I am not wanting to win this yeah. thing. And if I do win this thing, well, but he's also going to be like, look, people break up after the final rows all they the do. time. No big deal. Mm-hmm. No big or deal. in between like, the to filming un- and final rows. Yeah. Right, right. And I imagine he'd be even more panicked if he knew at the moment that the, this was going on that Xavier had already been sent home. And that it's likely he'd make it into the top two, right? Right. Like, more likely than not, for sure, you know? Because I honestly don't think, you know, we see, we leave it with, like, is she going to accept Aaron back or not? I kind of think she doesn't. Um, Just because of the stuff that she was saying, like, yes, she did. She did have feelings for Aaron, and it was hard to send him home. And, oh, my God, now he's here. What a big romantic gesture. But... She does say something along the lines of like, well, it's not just about like, do I have feelings for Aaron? Because I do. It's about, you know, well, now I've had these dates with these two other men and I've told them both I'm in love with them. And I'm I'm at X level with Joey and Dotton and I'm not at that level with Aaron. So I feel like she probably says, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate you. But no, I think maybe, you know. I don't know if she was going to cut Xavier or not. Like, I have no idea. I think she might have cut Joey. But as competition to Dotton, she might, she could take Aaron back as like a Xavier replacement. Because I think to her, there was kind of this like, you know, between Xavier and Aaron, they're both professionals. They're both like, you know, they both probably understand her a little bit more culturally than Dotton does. You know, I think there's a lot that I think Aaron came from a military family. I think there was that kind of, con- those kind of early, yeah, very similar connections, yeah. which is important. So in terms of if there's any way to bring him back, um, she might, but they are dropping like flies. And that's what scares me about yeah. Joey's chances here. Um, it's a good thing Aaron came back. I think that might make her feel better. Like there might, <laughs> there might be a, an abundance feeling like, okay, I feel better again. Can logically choose done instead of being like in yes. scarcity mode. I you do know? think that could help to say like what happened with Xavier, obviously it's probably got her feeling low because it reminded her so much of her ex. Right. And because she liked him so much, like there was something along well, the lines tri- that she said to him. Her. Yeah. Cause it was like, oh, I thought you were a different person than this right and she said something i think when they were like about to go out where she was like you know i thought it was going to be you but it's clearly not like basically like that right so i was like i think in her head she was seriously considering picking him as the final one 
And then this happens and it's like, oh, you're a different person than than I believed you were. Right. It's not exactly tricking, but I do think holding out that kind of information that, you know, will affect. I mean, if she if he had held out that he had a kid that whole time, it's the same. <laughs> you know, you can't so, yeah, I'm I feel to like, why didn't you say this. Before? Yeah, because it's like he could have had this kind of conversation on their one on one dinner. And she might have sent him home that week or she might not have if the conversation went better than it did here. Right. Like if he had good answers for like, what have you done to reflect on this sense? But he did I, I, weirdly wait until he's in the top three and I, to suddenly I say that, a thing he knew she was scared about. Right. I, I'd like to know his motivation on that. I mean, I'd like to I know that we can attribute 75% of that to the producers, but I'd like to know why he maybe agreed to it because that is the worst move ever. There's no, that is such a bad, oh, yeah. strange, un, un, like unintelligible. Horrible. Like, it makes no sense. Because even if he's thinking he's scared of getting married and he's not sure if he wants that with this kind of exit, like, well, he's certainly not the next Bachelor with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, If that's the kind of thing you're aiming for, like what I assume Joey is aiming for is he doesn't get picked so he can potentially be the next Bachelor. Xavier cannot be the next Bachelor with that. You know, like he could maybe be on Paradise, but even that is a little like he wouldn't be a first entrant. He'd be later in the season with this past, you know? Right. Um. Okay, so as you guys know, uh, I don't find love stories too compelling. Um, so, like, it's gotten, um, you know, it's, sounded it's real and sounded very authentic. seemingly in love. And you know what? This is and more say, part in of what love I've enjoyed. than her and Joey. Yes, I think it is more, it feels realer to me on TV, which is a, a weird thing to say. Um, this season, one of the things I've enjoyed the most is that I actually like charity and like root for her to be happy, which is not something I thought about during Zach Shawcross's season. Right. <laughs> so to me, it's a, it's a more fun watch, right? Because well, I'm like, I, I, I like her. I feel like she's interesting. She's a, to me, she's a good bachelorette to watch. Like it gives me Hannah Brown vibes, that caliber of season where you're like, ooh, this is good, you know? And so I am like, oh, well, I hope she is happy. Maybe she chooses Dotton and they're super happy and they get married and it's great. Yeah, maybe. Well, taking taking into account that I still don't find love stories compelling, period, you know, um, um, I, I, I don't root for her anymore than I mean, I root for her as much as I rooted for Gabby and. I mean, Gabby was a good bachelor. I don't know. Ra yeah, Rachel, I, I didn't Gabby. like her in the end. Rachel, and, not and great. I, I like Zach, too, because he was a sincere man. It's hard to find on this show. So I do, like, have the equal, you know, in terms of sincere people, I think she's in there with Zach, which is rare for a man, with Gabby, with a few other women. But I have, okay, so I had, so the speaking of other bachelorettes, huge question and I try I didn't even try to look this up but I just thought about it when's the last time a bachelorette had all three dudes in the fantasy suite despite what happens no one ever knows what happens we have to kind of keep that in mind for the people in the midwest who only have sex to procreate 
Um, <laughs> what is the last time that I mean? Is it JoJo? Like what? That was like so they, long they ago went compared to, the to all of them. Yeah, yes. I had sex with it three is, people. Okay, yeah, like they they went it, to the fantasies with every single person in that week. Uh, yeah, it's it's rare these days. I feel like I mean it's rare even for some of the men to make yeah. it to all three. <laughs> well, it is it is less rare for men though. For the bachelor leads, for the men leads, male leads. Um, True, and some of the time they wanted to go to all three, but their third person did not want to go. Right. Right. But I even even um, Zach made it. Zach did not have sex, but he did make it to all three. That's true, I actually. Mean, yeah, he did. That was the last one. He made it to the yeah. hotel rooms of all three. <laughs> and so did um, Clayton. The I mean, they they've made it to all. No, Clayton did no, not. Um, Susie didn't want to, yeah, but, Susie but he did end up having more. sex with her eventually. So <laughs> it, that's a wash. So retrospectively, we can say he made it to all three. <laughs> I want to explore um, a little bit more of this notion that you don't like love stories. I isn't, don't find them compelling is what I said. Isn't all the music you listen to and the movies you watch ultimately you know like love stories? About so you're telling me Jump by Van Halen is a love song? Jump might be the exception, but all ah, the other ones are... I got you, Craig. Their biggest all, song ever, not about love. All ah. the other ones are about love. Got you, Craig. Got you, Craig. Got you, Craig. Got you, Craig. But aren't did, aren't David Lynch, Lynch movies about just... love? Are they? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you like, know what they're about? Isn't anyone know what they're about? Even isn't Mulholland Drive no about like a steamy <laughs> romance or something? Oh, <laughs> and all the emo Craig. music you listen to. Monday, I'm in love. Tuesday, Wednesday, love you too. <laughs> Wednesday, I don't know so about you. Dumb. And Friday, I I'm hate. in love. Oh my God, this voice! Like Isn't that your music? I, I I think you're mashing up a few bands there. That's the um, cure, that's right? Mashup. That's they the know. cure. <laughs> that's your version of the Friday. Cure. I'm yeah. in love. Isn't that the cure? I don't like that band. Yes, you do. I, 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 I know yes, I, you do. I have a huge thing against them, actually. And I know that's like sacrosanct <laughs> to say, but I really don't like that band. Okay. Um, what, what, okay, what's your question? Are you question about music Who, or what? Who's your favorite band? Who's my favorite band? Yeah. I don't know. Who's, that's a weird question. Who's your do Van I really Halen? have to answer that? Yes, you do. Who's my band? Okay, that's, that's a good question. Um, right now or. I mean, I don't know. Do you really want to hear the answer to this? This is not well, like a good. You're telling me that there's no love songs that they sing that you get into. I, I, I have a hard time answering that question, but I can answer your question with how I answer it. If it was, oh, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to answer okay. the question. Um, right. Yes, I. They sing love songs sometimes, but rarely. They have lots of songs about different stuff. About being emo. No. Oh, <laughs> but the point is, what, okay. What's your what's your real question? You're trying to you always do this. You, you like derail <laughs> your own conversation with like some figurative way to answer, get me to answer yes. something that is not. I'm quite just your trying to piece apart, pick apart the fact that you don't like love stories. So, okay, I get not liking the Notebook because that's like way over the top. But there's lots of love stories in between, like 
Like you've I got the, mail. I like the Notebook. <laughs> you've got mail. Is I a like you got mail. Yeah. Yeah, that's a love story. Uh, yeah, here. Yeah, you like the Notebook for <sighs> some reason. Okay. I, so there you go. So you do like love stories. Okay, Craig, your question. I said I don't find them particularly compelling. As in, I don't. I'm not following this with all my heart. I'm actually following what Aaron's going to do. I would like to see what Xavier says. I'd like to see how Joey explains himself. Those are the compelling parts of this season for me. Uh-huh. That's what I said. I didn't say I didn't like it. I don't, I don't, I root for Dotton and Charity as I did for the ones that made sense for the love stories that kind of mm-hmm. made sense to me. As you know, get honestly, Gabby and her dude, who I forget who she chose, but he sucked. I remember oh, he Eric. Eric. Yeah, he did suck. Yeah. I, he, I knew she liked him, but I knew he did not like her. So I did not root for them. But I think Tino and Rachel did like each other a lot. I think something went wrong there, weirdly. But I would have rooted for their love story more than Gabby and Eric. Yeah, and I, think I, said I that. agree with that. Because I think with that, it was like, I root for Gabby. I like Gabby. I don't like her with Eric. He's not good for her. He doesn't love her the same way. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, I don't want, I think she deserves better than that. So I don't necessarily root for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Answered. Okay. Question answered. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> well, so I think you also answered the question. You root for Charity and Dotton because they make sense. They're logical. Uh... I think... I I I do think Xavier and Charity would have made sense if what he had said earlier in the season was more true. Like all the things he said about his mom and his mom and dad's relationship and how that affects him, if that was true, then I would have think, think they made sense because of careers. Right. And because of demanding careers. Yeah. Like, I, at this point, I am rooting for Dotton and Charity, both because I think he seems like the most sincere of the men she has left in terms of, like, being into her and having actual feelings, etc. And because I'm like, well, it'd be nice if she chooses somebody who wants her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I kind of don't really see her really being head over heels for any of the guys but yeah if uh if you got to pick one it's got to be dotten um okay man did i see some fashion did anyone else see fashion caitlin do you care (laughs) oh i saw a little bit i was actually really liking some of charity's fiji outfits like the opening ones Uh pause why are we pausing? This is the fashion roundup. Craig and Caitlin talk about what people are wearing. Now go ahead. Oh, okay. God. I liked her opening. Never play very... that again. <laughs> Craig, we got to re-record this the next yeah. time I'm in LA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to rehearse, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> got to do something. Craig so yeah, I like a lot of people wearing. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. why you just don't play the original drop. I mean, it I don't know where it's at. Oh, really? Go ahead. No, I do. I just don't care right now. Okay, Go yes, ahead. There was, there was fashion. It was happening. Actually, I liked Aaron's shirt that he wore when he showed up at the end. It was like a fun, tropical vibe shirt. Um, mm. 
And I liked what she was wearing at the very beginning of the episode. And it was kind of like a bathing suit top and some like high-waisted loose pants. Uh, I feel like she had some good like, I'm on vacation in a tropical location clothing going on, right? Where it was like, mm-hmm. I'm fashionable. But also like, you know, it was it was cute. Sensible. I thought she was wearing a lot of cute things. Yeah. And like, sometimes she had a little hair scarf in, which made sense for like, what I'm assuming is humid stuff going on in the environment <laughs> have you been to fiji i haven't it's it would be nice to visit i did think yeah. it was it was cool for her that she said it was like a place you know that's on her list that's nice when that happens for them right like they they have a final location that they well, she was like to to. <laughs> she's like this is my favorite place ever well actually it's top three <laughs> yeah i think she was like i would move here and i was like oh she's having a nice vacation time right now yeah. you know <laughs> So yeah, I've never been, but I I would. Okay. Um. <laughs> to, what to add to Greg to Joey Joey Greg's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, grossness? How he looks to me. He put on this gold chain over a gigantic polo <laughs> shirt, and he already very has the stubble and then a colorful little bracelet that I'm sure means something to his stupid self. Like, I have no idea. What is the goal? <laughs> Caitlin, I'm going to um, blame your region of the country of, for what's going on there. Because never in my life would you see a grown man wear a gold chain unless they're joking. No, I'm, they're joking. I, I will accept the my general region for blame on this. I was actually thinking about it earlier when you were comparing him to Greg Grippo, that actually they're not from two different places, right? Like Greg Grippo is from New Jersey and Joey is from Pennsylvania. They are essentially from the same place, right? Like he's from the Philadelphia suburbs. That's very close to Jersey. Those people right. go to the Jersey Shore all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? What? You ever dated a man with a gold chain? Because you're. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna ask you. Um, I'm trying to reflect if I have a gold chain a gold underneath chain. your gigantic polo shirt. I like it don't. Was too big for him. It went to his butt. Like. <laughs> I don't think I dated a man who wore a gold chain. I think i definitely dated men who wore accessories, but I don't think a gold chain was was on that list. But that's normal, right? That's normal for some reason. Why? It's not what abnormal. Is the deal and I think it's um it's coming back more into fashion now than ever before. I mean, you see like you see famous people wear gold chains all the time. Yeah, it's become a thing. Also, if you watched um normal people, no, you know this- the he wears a chain and people were obsessed with the chain. Like they were like, oh my God, Connell's chain. This is not, yeah. not I, I don't think this is trend specific though. This is region specific. I think there's right? people in LA that wear gold chains. I think there are I, some people. And like I was saying, but, the normal that's, that's example trend. is Ireland. So, <laughs> But I guess culturally, many of those people have the same ancestors. <laughs> Because be. I was like, if, if I was you live in the Northeastern corridor, you might, you might have some of the. But yeah, I was like, say, I in Ireland they certainly do it as well, and I have seen some Love Island guys in the UK wearing it actually. Right, right, but this, this is like, I feel like it's like an Italian American cool dude thing. 
A lot of baseball players wear gold chains now. Yeah, yeah baseball players are into Great. it now. That's so. a baseball player, though. Like, they got a lot going on for them. This is this Greg <laughs> Grippo carb- Xerox. <laughs> does Greg Grippo wear a chain? I feel like he does. Wait. Probably. And he does the stubble thing, too. He has stubble at all times, somehow. Joey's a uh, tennis pro. Maybe tennis players wear gold chains, too. Yeah, like it's, baseball it's like a tennis Could be. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they wear, you know, like the little tennis bracelets. I mean, men don't, but tennis bracelets are gold. Anyway, I don't know. The way he put it on, too, I was like, ooh, he's doing it on purpose. It's not like he just <laughs> wakes up with it. He's accessorizing. Ugh. Yeah, he doesn't wear it every moment of every day. He's like, this goes with this polo. Good. No, it does. No. Well, I, look, that's not my problem with him. That, that's just uh, adding to my problem with him. Um, okay, that's all I had. All I was, right. I was, did not, not, not have it. You didn't even care, Craig. That, that didn't, that didn't like pique your interest. I think you didn't I don't it. have the same affection for Joey that you do, so I wasn't looking that closely. Are you on, are, are you on a different, like, do you hear the, uh, it's like a John Malkovich problem? What it's are you like hearing? A, a I'm not easier. <laughs> you talk about it's Joey not. like you're in love with him. You want to change him. You're, you want to <laughs> fix him. I want to change him. Man, your, your version of love, is, as we learned last week, is all out of whack. I want to change him. That's why I love, like, I love him. Therefore, I want to change him. <laughs> All right, so I do want to point out two charity things that we did not talk talk about. Talk about. (laughs) Craig, cut that out. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, two charity things that we have not talked about yet that are not fashion related, but that were moments that I enjoyed in this show. Uh, So when she walked Xavier out and he starts to try to make a play to stay or justify himself or something, and he was like, you can put me in this van. And she just goes, and I am. Yeah. I just enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, and I also loved in her confessional when she was like, this isn't build a man workshop. I did think that was funny. Yeah. No, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Charity could host Good a man. dating show after this called build a man workshop where she tries <laughs> to help men be better people. <laughs> it's like queer eye, but with charity instead. of. Yes, exactly. Instead of queer eye, it's like a straight woman therapist. eye. <laughs> Who's the guy from Queer Eye? Uh, what's his name? Um, well, there's five of them. Carson. Well, I know, but Cressley. Carson Cressley. Yeah. So there you okay. go. Okay. Okay. Okay, Craig. Goodbye. <laughs> no more fashion? I guess that's it. Um, <laughs> I always don't want... So, uh, Caitlin, you really don't like the name Bachelor PhD for the podcast. I mean, I think it's better than Bachelor Deep Thoughts, but I don't know. It's still not it's still not giving the right thing to me. It needs more workshopping. I mean, I think you need to I think we need to think about this deeply and for a long time. It's not gonna happen. A no. long time, but I want to change the name now. Well, we're not changing it right now. <laughs> it's like on The Simpsons when uh Homer buys a gun and they're like, There's a five day waiting period. He's like but I'm angry now. 
<laughs> yeah, and we need to uh, we need to do some more market research with our listeners over what things they actually like. But we also need to come up with like good titles to ask for feedback on. And yeah, it's it's not not working quite yet. It's too bad. Bachelor theory is taken. I, I kind of am fond of that name. That I don't know that one. that makes much sense to me either, because I feel like all right, bachelor masters and bachelor PhD are both playing on the academic degree. Yeah. Thing, right. But bachelor masters works better to me because it's not just the degree order; it's also you know you're a, you're a master in the bachelor. You know. Yeah, but but we can't use that word anymore. It's important well, to. But the degree is still called a master's degree. Yeah, no, that's true, but it just doesn't. It doesn't hit doesn't resonate with that that's what i'm trying to say it's like no one says oh you get a master's and a bachelor like when they hear it (laughs) if it was bachelor phd then they would i think they would say oh i get it they're they're trying to be like academic about it Mm, this is like when my friend anna and i have been trying to figure out if we start a formula one podcast oh no how do we make an academic no. play on it? Because you we're can't. professors. No, no, right? you can't. Because you cannot reconcile the destruction that cars make on the world with being an, a responsible podcast. Well, Craig, I also... You can take that I, to the bank. I own a car, so, like, I already I am living this life. But you don't need to champion it by doing a podcast about F1. The you F1 I mean? cars are hybrids, you know. Well, supposedly, yeah, they're like there's that shell commercial where it's like we're we're not using as much gas f- jet fuel as you think we are. Okay. Yes, they're using much less jet fuel than you think they are. Did you know this is a fun fact that if if all cars were electric, there would still be I think I want to say it's 20 percent. There would still be 20 percent of the same pollution coming from tires. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, go. I do think when I get another car, which I'm hoping will actually not be too long in the future because my car is, it's dying, honestly. It's like 14 years old and it's starting to have weird problems where like the air conditioning suddenly doesn't work. Oh, right. it works again. Nothing changed. And you're like, wait, what is going on? <laughs> uh, so it's got all these like weird little things happening. So I'm hoping in the next year or two, maybe I will get a different car. And that one will probably be a hybrid. Right. Who knows? It could be an EV, too. It could uh, be. I got to see you. It's going to be used, obviously. I'm, I'm not rich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you pay back in the... What's it called? You pay... You get it back in the back end. I think is what they say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Enough car talk. This is not car talk on NPR. Car which talk. Is, this can't is think of the, the word. car roundup. Craig and Caitlin talk about cars. Right. You. Okay. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye.